Kyle, over the past month, I've been seeing realtors all over uh, social media post about this new um, this new regulation, these new rules coming out that's saying that I'm seeing say that if you have bad credit, you're actually getting a better uh, you get less fees than if you have good credit. And then I saw your post on social media that said this was wrong. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. I spent a good hour today trying to figure out what you were saying and what they were saying. Uh, but I want to get to learn a little bit more about that and uh, tell our, those that are listening what it actually means. Cool. We can we could do that. I saw the same post that other people put up. And I had the urge to post about how stupid it was. But I was like, that doesn't seem right. Let me like do the research. And I, I kept Googling, looking for articles that actually explained it because I could tell that these things were such surface level articles that like I didn't want to share. I literally didn't feel comfortable sharing it. So I kept Googling until I could finally, and it took a few days until somebody finally came out with an article that really explained it. And so we'll talk about what's really going on today. Good. I'm excited. Cool. My name is Kyle Whistle with EXP Realty in San Diego. And I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. And the goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to go out there and crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel. You can join our private Facebook group and email newsletter where we share a lot of tips and tricks. And you can also get dialed in with our referral network where we send all of our referrals to that are leaving California because there's still a ton of people leaving. We'd love to send those referrals over to you. And lastly, you can get dialed in with our video content creation course called the Media Mayor Mastermind, where Brian and I will teach you everything we've learned over the last eight plus years of shooting videos together. We package it all up in a nice little package and we're going to shortcut your learning curve so you can start implementing video in your business all of that at the whistleway.com so one of our agents we gave access to uh jc and spencer uh to our media mayor mastermind course and he's going to build something not about video but something else he called me the other day he goes holy shit the amount of work you guys put into this like now as i'm trying to build it uh, it's insane and i was like thank you <laughs> it, it, it sometimes you don't get it you don't see it from the front side but uh he's like there's so much that goes into this so anyways Small, small addition to your plug. Ding. <laughs> um, okay, so Kyle, what I saw over and over and over again uh, from realtors all over the country, and these are realtors that I follow, um, people that I consider smart people. I don't follow dumb people. Um, you follow me. I mostly don't follow dumb people. Uh, uh, they were saying something that if you have, and what I was seeing what they were saying is if you have good credit, uh, you're now having you're gonna have to pay more and pay for those that have bad credit when it comes to fees on your loan. And the headline was something similar to that. And technically that headline is true. However, it it definitely infers one thing when it really means something else. And after I read this article, you're looking at me like, I don't know if it's true. I think, well, yeah, I think let's, it is. Let's actually go on. I'm going to Google some of these headlines right now um, because they're very, very misleading. So I'm going to just Google like mortgage fee changes. And a lot of these articles will say uh, mortgage fee change hit people with good credit the hardest. Uh, mortgage fee change subsidizing costs for high risk home buyers. 
Um, what else is on here? Biden raises costs for home buyers with good credit to help risky borrowers. Like these things are all feeling like very Robin Hoody. Like not the the stock trading platform, but the yeah. the child <laughs> you know novel where it's take from the rich, the rich, give to the poor. And a lot of them, there were a lot of social media posts that were going around too that really basically gave the impression that it actually costs you more to get a loan if you have good credit than if you have bad credit. Like that's where. I really started to take issue with it. Yeah, because that's wrong. Is It couldn't be more wrong, right? People were absolutely misleading their social spheres into believing that the government... Now, don't get me wrong. Government does some dumb shit. But they were leading people to believe the government made a change that actually made it cost more money to get a loan if you had good credit than if you had bad credit. And that's where I really started to take issue. I was like, guys, this is, that's not what's happening. Like there's no fucking way. Like I understand they, they, they made changes, but where I think the, the problem lies is that one realtor saw somebody post it and then everybody just shared it and didn't do any of their own due diligence to actually read this. And, and I'm, you know, I saw it too. And I was like, I had a first person to send it to me was a client. Like, look at how stupid this is. The government's so stupid. I was like, okay, on the, on the surface, the headline, absolutely stupid. But I read that and I just, I felt like this, there's just no way this doesn't make sense. And, and you, I Googled and literally for like four or five days, I couldn't find one article that actually explained this. And yet all of these realtors are sharing this blindly, just assuming that like whoever shared it first knew what the hell they were talking about. And I think that, you know, for, for you that's listening to the show right now or watching the show, like keep that in mind. Like don't, just share something because somebody else shares something assuming that it's right like especially at this level right like you're the expert people are looking to you to be the knowledge expert and help them understand what's really happening and for you to just blindly share something without actually understanding what the hell you're sharing i think you're doing yourself a disservice you're doing your clients a disservice and i think you're actually damaging your brand when you blindly share something that is either untrue. misleading or inaccurate. Yeah, and and how it's one of those things that I think we just did this today, where um, you know I'll build something and I go, oh, this is very clearly to me what I'm looking at, and then you go, no, I interpret it this way, and it's totally different. We we do that on, I did that on an ad today. We do this all the time where you say, hey, can you make me a graphic that does this? I do it, and you go. Not even close. You total. I wanted a four-page booklet, and you gave me a square Instagram post. Not even close. And so, what these headlines sound like is, on the fees you pay for a home, someone with a 740 credit score is going to pay ten dollars, and someone with a uh, 610 score is going to pay one dollar. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. If you have a better credit score you are going to pay less in fees. Absolutely. If you have a worse credit score, you are going to pay more in fees. Yes. What happened is, and I'll let you explain more, the gap between the two, for instead of $10 and $1, it went from $7 and $3, or I guess $7.50. It, the gap shrank. Okay. It did. So there's articles. So when I finally started found some articles that they did studies and research on this is they actually put some charts together and they put at this credit score, um, in this down payment, here's what the fee is. And at this credit score, right. And they built a chart out. What some of these media articles did is they went and looked up where with good credit, did it change 
in the worst way possible. Let's pick that one cell off of this spreadsheet. Then let's find the cell for the bad credit that changed the most. And so they're not even in the same column or row. They're literally different columns, different rows. They're actually fucking unrelated. But people went and took two unrelated numbers and related them, which is what caused people to start panic. putting these posts up about all this crazy change. Because the reality of it is, if you actually look at these charts, if you have a 780 plus credit score, virtually across the board, it actually got cheaper for you if you had a 70. I think there's one... LTV, which nobody ever uses because the reality of it is. So let's pull this bad boy up. And if you want to get a copy of this article, you can go to my Instagram at Kyle Whistle. And the link that's in my bio has a link to this article. So you can always go in there. But if you, so this is the, the change. If you had a 780 credit score, um, you went down, if you're putting 30 to 40% down, you went down uh, 25 bips or 0.25%. If you did 70 to 75% down, you went down 0.25. 75 to 80%, you went down 0.125 or an eighth. It went up one eighth of a point if you did between over 80% down and up to 85% down. Then it went up one eighth. The only line that actually went up, it went up one eighth of a point if you did over 80% down but less uh, 85 or less down. That's the, the only time that you had an LTV of 80 to 85. It went up one eighth of a point. If you did 85 to 90, no change. 90 to 95, no change. If you did an LTV over 95, it actually went down five eighths of a point, 0.625. So virtually across the board, it was either flat or favorable if you had a 780 plus score. But if you paid attention to the posts, the headlines, the stuff everybody else put out there, they made it sound like it got significantly more expensive if you had the best credit. But what they did is they looked on this thing where like, oh, well, if you're at this 740 range, there's mm -hmm. this one spot where it looks a little bit unfavorable. So they keyed in on that one spot. But if you have great credit, which you should, right? Like I have over 800 credit scores. We should probably do an episode on credit scores at some point. If you do a good job and you take care of your credit, it's going to save you money and so many things in life, this being one of them. So if you have a credit, 780 plus credit, this actually was favorable for you in all but one case out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So I, one out of nine, it was unfavorable. And, uh, and that unfavorable was one eighth of a point. In all other scenarios, in four out of nine, it was flat. And in four out of nine, it actually improved for you. But if you read what the media posted or what a lot of other realtors posted, they made it sound like it got significantly more expensive for people with good credit. And that's just flat out wrong. So then on the flip side, did it get less expensive for people with worse credit? Yeah, it did. That's the whole point of this. So they wanted to make it to where it was, they were shrinking the gap. Like you said, they want to encourage people. They with lower credit to get into home ownership. And they found that um, based on different backgrounds and, and whatnot, there's certain people from certain ethnic backgrounds that have lower credit stores historically, and they want to encourage people with lower credit to get into home ownership. But now logically, if somebody has lower credit, it's a more risky loan for the bank. So the fee is still higher, right? It would at 20% down. So check this out at 20% down. If you have a 780 plus credit score, your Fee actually went an eighth lower, so it now sits at three-eighths of a point if you have a 780 credit score with 80% down. Three-eighths of a point. If you got a 640 credit score, it's two and a quarter points. It's literally one and seven-eighths higher if you have 
the 640 credit score. Nobody in their post was talking about that. The posts were all trying to frame this in a way that absolutely made it look like the person with good credit is getting effed to pay for the person with poor credit. When in reality, if you had a credit, 780 plus, now again, that's A plus, we'll call it A plus, not just A, A plus credit, this actually helps you in more cases than not. And do I have a problem with people with lower credit scores getting a shot? No. Mm -mm. That, that's perfectly fine with me. I mean, hell, we're realtors, right? If, if you're a realtor, you probably should be excited about this. Instead of posting this negative bullshit, you got to think, how do people perceive that? Think about all the people on your social feed that had a 640 credit score and you posted this dumb shit, basically talking shit about them. How do you think you made people feel on your so, in your social sphere that have a 640 credit score? Like you probably got a lot of unfollows in the last week. You probably got a lot of unfriends in the last week because you bought into this, this media bullshit that's not true and you didn't even think about this subconsciously. You just offended people mm -hmm. while buying into some bullshit that the media put out there just to try to get clicks. And now you actually damaged your brand. You actually alienated people when you should have taken a little time, either been patient and waited like I did to get the, the articles or wait for somebody, you know, KCM or Barry Habib or somebody else to come out with these. In this case, Mortgage News Daily is where we got the article. Like, wait for somebody to actually come out with something that really explains it before you go posting it. Because I think a lot of people really did themselves and their clients a disservice this week. Yeah. It, overall, it's making it more affordable for people with less than stellar credit. And if, uh, if you have any um, buddy that you're working with, uh, if, you, if you're working with more than two people, I guarantee you, you have someone with less yeah. than cre stellar credit. And, well, and so let's go into this. Cause here's the thing too, is this is just tied to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans. This is conventional loans. People with lower credit scores don't even use these freaking loans. So you got to keep that in mind too. You can't even get these damn loans with a 640 credit score. Like that's the crazy part oh, to get funny. a conventional <laughs> loan. You're not even getting this freaking loan with a 640 credit score. If you got a 640, with low money down, you're not doing this. You're doing an FHA loan or well, no you're doing wonder. a VA So they're loan. making themselves look good and they're like, look, we're making it more affordable to the thing to we nobody. never use. <laughs> it, like, right? So they, <laughs> this is like, theoretically, this is good PR for the government to say like, hey, we're helping out people with lower credit scores. The reality of it is I don't know a lender who's doing a loan, a conventional loan to somebody with a 640 credit what's, score. What's about the minimum that you need for a conventional? A conventional 680. All right. Yeah, and that's three lines up on this chart. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd have to be on the fourth I don't, line up. And usually it's like 720, but I think I've seen lenders go down to like a 680 on a conventional. But the, So for, for the, those that are 720, 700, those are pretty they, they have a pretty good bump. But from 639 to 659, it's a really good bump. But if you can't get it, then what, what are we even talking about here? It's, it's like, you know, the government does a lot of these um, down payment assistance programs that work for nobody, right? It's like, Looks now maybe they work one. in other states, but a lot of these down payment assistance programs are like, hey, we have this cool program, we'll give you all this money. All you gotta do is fit in this box. It's like this freaking big, right? Like it's a tic-tac box that you gotta fit into. Like nobody fits in this damn box. Cause it's like, now again, in other states, it's not an issue, but in California, it's an issue because you gotta make like 80% of area median income. So you gotta make like 60 grand a year in order to get this incentive, but you can't buy a freaking house in San Diego if you make 60 grand a year. So it's like, you, you have to make so little that you don't go above the threshold, but if you make so little, you can't afford a house. 
So nobody qualifies for it, but it looked good to the, because the government could put something out there that we're helping people with this down payment assistance that nobody can qualify for. At least, again, in California. I know in other states that's not the case, but here it's an issue. So, again, go ahead and read some of those headlines you found before because I, I want people to hear them again now with the new scope of, okay, we're not, we're not making those with high credit scores pay more than those with low credit scores. We are, they are making people with high credit scores pay more, slightly more, yes, in, in some situations. Um, they are making people with low credit scores pay less than they were before, but it's not low credit it's not score. not even close. Not even close. Low the credit amount, score somebody with a low credit score, again, at a 20% down, a 640 credit score versus a 780 credit score is paying one and seven eighths higher. That's a huge number. That's a massive, massive number. So yeah. here's a few headlines. Real estate expert shreds Biden rule punishing homebuyers with good credit. It's madness. So so <laughs> let, let's talk about it. Punishing buyers with good credit. They are now, for, for in some situations, yes. buyers with good credit have to pay Maybe slightly it. more. Yes, slightly more. So y yes, punishing. Okay. Yeah. So true, but not... But definitely only misleading. a few squares on this big grid. There's yeah. only a few squares that actually got worse. It's yes. not many. And again, if you have 780 plus, it's better or flat in eight out of nine scenarios. Um, let's see. Biden raises costs for home buyers with good credit to help risky borrowers. Um, okay. Yes. Mortgage fee think. changes could hit people with good credit the hardest. Like everything in sure here just could. really <laughs> makes sure you're just like wrecking. People with good credit. And in more cases than not, that's not what's actually happening. But again, what people did in these articles and or in these social posts was found the worst square on the grid for people with like a seven, what was a seven forty score, I think they looked at. Uh -huh. And then they looked at the the best box for somebody with a six forty score. Again, not in the same row or column. But they took, like, how can we make this look as bad as possible for people with good credit and as good as possible for people with bad credit? And let's connect those two numbers, even though they're not correlated, and just put these headlines out to, to scare people. And it's, it's just, you know, this is, we used to do a radio show, and I hated all the just negative stuff that you had to report. And every time you load up, you know, anything, CNN, Fox, doesn't matter. It's just negative, negative, negative. But that's what the media understands gets clicks, and they want controversy because at the end of the day, if they can get comments, right, if they can throw something on social or they can put an article up that has a comment section, the more people engage with it, the more people share it, then the more people are going to view their channel. And the way that these things make money is that by advertising. And so the more clicks, the more eyeballs, they get more advertising money. And, and that's how this whole thing works. So just understand, like, if, if you take nothing else away from today is like, before you post anything financial related, like, make sure you understand it. Like, make sure you really understand it or at least cite an article. Like, if you're going to share something, don't share somebody's post. Share an article. And that way, if it's wrong, you could be like, hey, Mortgage News Daily, like, they were like, if somebody came to me and was like, hey, you're full of shit, like, I, this is based on an article from Mortgage News Daily. At least I can blame them. Yeah, if a I'm reputable wrong, company. Right? Re like, yeah. I could blame them. But a lot of people just took somebody else's post and copied the post, which was just like, you know, fee goes up for good credit and down for low credit. Like it was just 
totally wrong. It had no context in it. There was no reference. So if you're ever going to share something, if you don't fully understand it, like reference your source, like link to it something just to cover your ass so you don't look bad. And again, be conscious when you post something like this that's, you know, derogatory seems like an aggressive word, but it's derogatory in the way that you're referring to people with low credit or shaming them. Like uh, there's a lot of words you could use, but I think a lot of you shamed your uh, clients that have low credit when you should be excited and call your clients with low credit and tell them the good news. Like you guys are using this as a thing on social media to, to talk shit about the government when you should be like, Hey, I know we met a couple months ago. You had your credit wasn't where you want to be. Good news. The government actually just reduced the cost for you to go get a mortgage. Like this is actually opportunity and you're using it to, to push a political agenda, which I think is just stupid. That's by far the best way to do it. Um, and again, citing articles of, of, and, and I mean, if you're talking, especially if you're going to email, call, text, um, your clients that, that have less than stellar credit, you can use these, you know, now it's better to have blah, blah, blah. Like, Share that article and be like, hey, we're congratulations, let's go. So yeah. I love I love that angle from it. Um, way more than like, this sucks. It it, it affects me. and oh, the funny thing is like it affects me. I'm like, you're not are you gonna buy a house? Like, no. Right, so it doesn't it doesn't matter at all to you, so cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, hopefully this is helpful for you guys. Hopefully you take a little something away from this. Um, I think that this is just one of those really good opportunities for us to all grow. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to offend any of you. I'm hoping you can learn from this. Um, you know, I've made some mistakes like this in the past where you're not conscious of how you, what you say affects people. And, and I think a lot of people, hopefully after you listen to this, realize how you could have potentially affected somebody that has lower credit. So just always be conscious when you share this stuff. Again, cite your source. Um, so that you don't look bad. Because again, if you look at the reel that I put up recently, it got a lot of engagement on it. Um, I just said, hey, go to the link in my bio that explains it, right? Like, I'm not trying to fully explain. Because to be brutal, like, do I understand every single little detail of this? No, I don't. Like, but I'm going to let Mortgage News Daily do the explaining for me, right? I'm just going to make sure that I hit on where the, the issue is and then reference the source and let people go read it for themselves, right? And now if they don't agree with it, cool. Yell at Mortgage News Daily, not me. And I love the, the, I was reading through some of the comments. There was some controversy in the comments, which, yeah. uh, <laughs> but see a lot of people still, they're like arguing and they haven't even read it. I'm uh-huh. like, literally here's the chart. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you're arguing this, but you haven't taken the time to read it. Like it's, it's silly. Even people in the mortgage industry. So just again, be smart about this stuff, guys. Well, hopefully you got some value from that. Um, if you're enjoying the episode today, if you are uh, listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review on there, it means the world to us. We're really trying to grow our audience here and it would be greatly appreciated. And if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button um, to let you to know you're enjoying it. If you have a question or comment, throw it in the comment section. And if you want more of our content, you can um, hit that subscribe button and a little notification bell. YouTube will notify you every time we release a new episode of the show. And then before we wrap today, one of the things we always like to do is share our whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? This is a tool that I think should be in every realtor's uh, car, backpack, man purse, or woman purse. Um, I think every realtor should always have this on them. And, um, and I've seen our agents on, on, in our internal communication say, hey, does anybody ha- want to have one of these? Or, you know, I was at a listing appointment and I had to run to Home Depot to get a measuring tape. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, and it's this little, it's about the size of like a pack of gum, like a, 
you know, stick of gum. Um, and it's this Bosch, it's this uh, laser measurer. And it's about 50 bucks on Amazon. And it's really easy. I think it takes double A's. You just put it against a wall, point it to another wall. It goes up to 65 feet. And it'll help you measure your rooms really easily, really accurately, um, and really quickly. We have, our photographers both have these in their bags because we photo, we as we photograph, we also measure the rooms. And really quickly, we can figure out what we need for the MLS in terms of how big the rooms are um, with this little tool. So 50 bucks, always have it with you. Um, it's crazy how often I'm sure you, if you're listening to this and you're a realtor, you're probably like, I need these once a week and, uh, having a measuring tape, which is way bigger, way bulkier, way more obnoxious. Um, just is very 1996. It's a very specific year. I don't know why I went that year. <laughs> is that when you were born or something? No, I was born in 89. Okay. Uh, cool. The one <laughs> <laughs> very, very much like the year I was born. <laughs> Uh, let's see, which one do I want to go with today? Um, I'm going to go. So, um, I went, I hit my highest weight ever in my life earlier this year. Um, when I went to Super Bowl, we, we raged, we went pretty hard, uh, bad eating, bad, lots of drinking, just, you know, not sleeping all the, all the bad things that make you gain weight. So <laughs> you do this, 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 this to, to lose weight. You're like, I did yeah. the opposite times three. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when I, I finished up that trip, I weighed in at 233.6 pounds, highest weight I've ever hit in my life. Um, and I was determined, I was like, man, I have this big event that's coming up in San Diego. I got to lose some weight. Like, I don't want to get up on stage. I was hosting the event. I'm like, I don't want to get on stage or fast forward conference, be the heaviest weight of my entire life. So I was like, I have to lose 10 pounds. I think I had like three weeks to do it. I was like, commit. I got really to lose one, one pound to be not the heaviest, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I was like, I got to lose at least 10 pounds. And I set a stretch goal to lose 13.6. So to get to 220. Um, and so, you know, you just make the right changes. You get sleep, you don't eat like shit and you don't drink. Like it's pretty easy. <laughs> and obviously some exercise, yeah. some exercise mixed in there. But then, um, I really started to learn more about intermittent fasting and that, or some people call it millennial starvation, millennial, you know, intermittent <laughs> fasting, same thing. Somehow millennials have like made starving yourself. Cool. Um, but I learned a lot about it. If you want to watch a podcast or really understand it, uh, Dr. Huberman, H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N, it'll teach you like the science behind it. It's kind of crazy. Um, but I really learned a lot about the benefits of intermittent fasting. So I've been doing that. I'm, I've lost, you know, well over 15 pounds now. Um, I never thought I could make it to like 10 o'clock without eating, but it's like easy. I think today I made it to one o'clock without eating. Um, so I use an app called Zero. Um, that really helps track the fast because there's, you know, you need to, depending on what type of fast you're doing, you're doing like 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating or whatever. So it's just an app to help you track your intermittent fasting. So if that's something that you're doing on your weight loss journey um, and you need an app to help you stay on track with your intermittent fasting, check out Zero. Just Z-E-R-O? Z-E-R-O. Easy. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of the episode. Again, hope you got a lot of value out of it. I'd love to have you stay connected with Brian and I on social, at Kyle Whistle, at Brian Kochi. We keep it pretty simple. Um, I finally got Brian to get rid of, Killer Kitty 69 and now he's officially It was a very Brian cool Kochi. username. <laughs> <laughs> so i uh, love to have you follow us on social. And again, hope you got a lot of value. I'm Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week.